Hello and welcome to Who Writes This Stuff. My name is Nick Flora, and I'm coming to you live, coming at you from my house in Nashville, Tennessee. And this is the music of 2012 episode of the podcast. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the last one, but I kind of preferenced, preferenced, I kind of prefaced, there we go, The uh, this episode a little bit, letting you know it was coming down the pipeline. Um, but uh, in this one, I'm going to uh, go over every single piece of music that was released in 2012. Uh, th- this is part one of a 215-part series, uh, so strap in. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a long one. Uh, just kidding, of course. Uh, but this is a very special episode. Um, I'm not gonna get hooked on drugs or you know uh, starve myself or anything like that. But uh, there aren't any interviews. I don't have a special guest today. Um, it's just me and uh, my list of 10 favorite albums of the year. And some of yours as well. I got a lot of uh, listener feedback. Listener feedback. Feedback. From you guys uh, in regards to your favorite music releases of the year. And I thank you for writing in via email, Twitter, or on Facebook. Uh, You guys are great. And and came up with some great suggestions. Some that I was completely unaware of. You know, you can't have everything on your radar. Uh, There's just so much good stuff that gets released every year. So uh, it was really cool. I've been going back this, this week and listening to a bunch of the stuff that you guys suggested um, on Spotify and, and iTunes and whatnot. So uh, thank you guys so much for writing in. Listen to feedback. Feedback. So get comfy, have a seat, because if you're half as blown away by these albums as I was, you're going to pass out. Uh, well, maybe not that either, but I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, some of these picks you guys might not be familiar with. Some might be new to you. Uh, and uh, you, you might even disagree, honestly, with some of my choices. There are some notable uh, big albums of the year that I either didn't get around to hearing or really like diving into or just didn't really care for. But uh, nonetheless, I think you'll find something that you like along the way and that you um, respond to. Uh, so what are, we, what are we doing here? Let's do it. Here's my number 10 album of 2012. self-titled effort from Angel Snow, a uh, Nashville artist whose writing is as intriguing as it is beautiful. In the vein of, you know, artists like Alison Krauss or maybe a Patty Griffin, uh, Angel has an amazing way of capturing your attention with the smallest effort. I wanna run away Don't come out looking round Too busy dealing with it on my own He's right behind me God, I can't be found Don't cast another stone Fill out the night 
This album doesn't tread any new ground, per se, and it feels very familiar. Maybe that's why I keep going back to it. It's the perfect kind of winter driving record to just put on and reflect on the day, or the drive itself. Uh, It's the perfect companion, in, in my mind, for thoughtful restoration of a melancholy moment. self-titled album was released in October of this year. And number nine. Silently tracing the cracks Through the Matthew Perryman Jones, who is a Nashville artist and former podcast guest, who really stretched beyond his surroundings, literally and figuratively, and made a record of true depth, meaning, and one that exists in its own world without alienating us and ours. So many ways to find a lonely lover, they're the first ones to confess. Between an honest day and the secrets in your chest
Jones pulls influence from artists of all kinds, including Vincent van Gogh and the Persian poet Rumi. There is a delicate poetic craft and visceral emotion in Land of the Living that takes itself very seriously, but it doesn't slack on the musical side of things one bit. Well, the sun is sinking and I'm still dragging this bag of bones Like a homesick beggar with a rock star swagger and a heart of stone My feet are on the riverbed My hands are far from innocent Have mercy on my soul Where consists of these songs like Stones from the Riverbed and Keep It on the Inside, which are these anthems of resistance against an inner darkness. Uh, but they have these tracks that are really great, like O Theo, which is the song inspired by Van Gogh's letters to his own brother. Offering contrast, Waking the Dead is a rousing rock number co-written with Burlap to Cashmere's Stephen Delopoulos. I lost my on fire and be born again Where did I go wrong? Oh, I lost my head I wanna dance on fire and be born again This album comes alive in the most amazing way. It has this ability to feel bigger than life and just completely overwhelm you while combing over the fine points of an intimate conversation, too, in a, in a very personal way. Matthew Perryman Jones's Land of the Living was released in May of this year. And number eight. The album is the return of Ben Folds 5 with The Sound of the Life of the Mind. It's no surprise to anyone who knows me that an album by Ben Folds would land on a favorite albums list, uh, and this one is no exception. I'm completely fine with being transparent. Uh, this is the, fir- the band's first album in 13 years as Ben Folds 5, uh, and it's not exactly what most bands' reunion records are like. 
Um, there are elements of their older stuff, but it sounds just like a mature next step in the life of Ben Folds 5. And with the track listing the way it is, I cannot complain. Sometimes it's not subjective, wrong and right. Deep down, you know it's downright wrong, but you're invincible tonight, so you do it anyway. It's done, you did it. Despite your grand attempts, the chips are set to fall, and all the stories you might weave cannot negotiate them all. While many of the band's previous songs use caricature-like characters for effect, kind of like the the angry young man or the envious slacker or kind of the clueless boyfriend, uh, this album's protagonists are realistic and very aware of their own mortality. The appropriately lounge-like On Being Frank uh, is told from the perspective of Sinatra's tour manager, who's left bereft of identity once the crooner dies. Who would have known I had a dream But dreams had other plans for me For 30 years I set the thermostat Where Frank Sinatra liked it Pulled his girls and on his hats I never knew which ones were mine Possibly my favorite song on the album is the last track called Thank You For Breaking My Heart, which is this slow-motion, knife-twisting chronicle about finding out that a relationship is over. Yeah, I want a different answer So I ask you once again But the truth's in the silence And this time I got it It's over Thank you for breaking my heart Fold's 5 has always been great at balancing out these somber moments with the more snarky observations, colored with just the right amount of bitterness. And even the album's goofiest song, Draw a Crowd, uh, whose mix of electric keyboard and stacked piano chords, weirdly enough, is reminiscent of Billy Joel at its core. I ordered something, it took a while. This morning something, 
was on my doorstep. What's this I'm holding? Time capsule order, cause I'm a It's not, it's not a perfect record, uh, but I don't know if Ben Folds 5 or Ben Folds does perfect. I think he just does himself, and uh, which is why probably I love him the most, because I don't really relate to perfect. Uh, but it fits so perfectly in the pantheon of the Ben Folds universe, and I can't complain with that. And that's why a number eight is The Sound of the Life of the Mind by Ben Folds 5, which was released in September of this year. And on to number seven. I've gone through life white knuckling the moments that left me behind. Refusing to heed the yield, I penetrate the force fields in the blind. The album is Battleborn by The Killers. The quartet fronted by the amazing Brandon Flowers returns with a vengeance on this one. With songs that recall the glamour and the glitter of the synth-dappled debut, uh, but with the epic, organic quality that made the follow-up so successful, the Killers have crafted something truly unique. I drove through the desert last night I carried the weight of our last fire opening track that we just heard, Flesh and Bone, is a pulsating, triumphant track set to the mixture of dance floor, thump, and guitar. 
The next track, Runaways, is something else. A huge anthem that sounds like it was recorded by the combined forces of an 80s-era Tom Petty and David Bowie that dares you not to play air drums when the chorus hits. gigantic cry-your-eyes-out alt-pop record with a real soul peeping out from underneath the synth pulses and the waves of post-production. I've never been a huge Killers fan personally, uh, just kind of dropped in here and there and enjoyed their stuff that I've heard, but I've always been interested in what they put out. They've just always been an interesting band to me. Um, but I think this is the first time they truly created a near-perfect record, if not a, a completely perfect one in their world. Battleborn by the Killers was released in September of this year. Number six is an album that uh, has heart and truth and resonates with me on every level. It's also one that's been chronicled on this podcast almost from the beginning. One Silver Needle. Arthur has been on the show a couple times and is one of my dearest friends. Uh, the guy is just such an outstanding songwriter and such a good guy. Uh, and he, he writes from his gut and uh, it's one thing that I I admire about him, just one of many. And uh, he isn't afraid to dust off old emotions or, or, or old stories and, and give them a new light. I'm waiting for the morning Waiting in the night When that sun comes over the mountain She gonna turn this darkness to light 
when one silver needle was released um arthur and i went track by track through the record and as he explained kind of where his mindset was when uh when he wrote it and i highly recommend going back and listening to that episode if you hadn't already uh and since we did highlight this album a few times before i won't exhaust it now by retreading old ground but here are a few highlights from one silver needle song that i would like to highlight off of one silver needle though is uh the song coming from the heart of me which honestly even if i didn't know arthur might be um my favorite song of the year there's just something about that song um that uh completely just levels me uh in in a way that i don't really know if i understand um the song comes from the standpoint of uh revisiting uh an old relationship that didn't work out and uh kind of trying to make sense of it all hold my heart run these scars with your helpless hands then bury it in the cold dark ground when i arise when i wake from this bitter grief i'll be coming for the All the lies, the broken smiles, we lined up in a row. At every sign, we closed our eyes, we didn't want to know. If some things aren't worth having, some things you gotta let go. Arthur Alligood is an independent artist in Nashville, Tennessee, and his album One Silver Needle was released in April of this year. All eyes of broken smiles we lined up in a row At every sign we closed our eyes we didn't want to know Some things aren't worth saying 
Before we get to the top five of the year, uh, I would like to do a very special uh, segment of listener feedback. Listener feedback. Feedback. All right. So you guys, as I said earlier, were really good about writing in um, what your favorite albums of the year were. And uh, there were some that I never heard of, some that I uh, was aware of. Some of the is on this list, actually, which makes me feel good. It makes me feel like we're simpatico. We're the same, you guys. We're all the same. So, uh, Chris Stein wrote in and said his favorite releases were uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, The Heist, uh, the Ben Folds 5 album, Sound of the Life of the Mind, uh, that I mentioned earlier, Derek Webb's Control, and Andrew Asenga's uh, Leonard the Lonely Astronaut, which I am somewhat familiar with. Uh, Nicole Garns wrote in and said City in Color, Little Hell, which is a band that I've heard of, but I've, I've never actually really listened to. Um, I have to check that out. Eric Burnley. Uh, mentioned Land of the Living by Matthew Perryman Jones. Let's see, Craig Allen, another Leonard, uh, the Lonely Astronaut. That's really hard to say. That's a lot of L's. Andy Osenga, um, uh, Ruthann and Greg from the Mushroom Capital of the World, Kennet Square, Pennsylvania. Uh, once again, said Leonard, the Lonely Astronaut, hands freaking down. So I guess they really mean it. Um, friend of the show, John Eichler. Uh, said apologies by David Ramirez and uh, Jameson Elder wrote in and said the same thing. David Ramirez's apologies. Um, very interesting. That might be making an appearance at some point on this list. Uh, Daniel Johnson wrote in, very brave man. Uh, he wrote in and said that John Mayer's born and raised. I feel like John Mayer's a pretty uh, polarizing figure to admit that you like. And I like him as well and that album. So Daniel, me and you, and probably a bunch of, uh, like, 18-year-old girls uh, were on the same team with that one. Uh, Mr. Kevin Witsit wrote in and said, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, the heist, again. Arthur Alley Good, One Silver Needle, bam, nailed it already. And Kathleen Edwards' Voyager were his three favorite of the year. Uh, Emma Chaffee wrote in, Some Nights by Fun. It's another pretty bold choice, or, you know, admission, I guess. Which, I love that album, too. It's really good. It's really fun. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of those albums are kind of hated on because they uh, are overplayed, or maybe, or, you know, they get a lot of hype and a lot of press, and then people, you know, tend to uh, back away from them, I guess, or just not admit that they love them as much. But th- that Some Nights record by Fun is really good. And so is, uh, I don't know about the whole record, I've only listened to snippets of it, but that Taylor Swift record, Red, is actually is pretty decent too. And, um, I don't care what you really think about her or not. The the songs are there, so that's all that matters. And uh, finally, Jeff Houston, former guest of the show, uh, wrote in and said, Japan Droids, which is a band I had never heard of and listened to and did not care for. So sorry, Jeff, if you're listening to this. Um, you can continue your weird taste in music. Uh, hold your head up high, my friend. Uh, no, I, it just wasn't. It just wasn't for me. Maybe it needs more listens, but uh, it was a little bit raucous for my taste. I'm an old man. I mean, you're listening to things that I'm... You, you hear my favorite albums of the year right here. So, uh, thank you guys for writing in. Uh, this is, It's been really cool to to converse back and forth with you about, about these albums on Twitter and Facebook. So, if you want to write in with your favorite albums of the year, uh, I will list them off in other uh, segments in the next few episodes. Um, you can do so by emailing the show at uh, who writes the stuff podcast at gmail.com on Twitter at Who Reds Pod or on Facebook slash 
who writes this stuff so that's this podcast who writes this stuff um that we're doing i don't know i don't know if you guys were aware so all right well uh that does it for this um little segment of listener feedback listener feedback feedback and let's get on to number five Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hit me get up. First shot, come strut walking. A little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby's for the game. Nope, nope, y'all can't copy up. Glad, moonwalking, and this here is our party. My posse's been on Broadway, and we did it all way. Chrome music, I shed my skin and put my bones into everything I record to it. And yeah, I'm on. Let that stage light go and shine on down. Got that Bob Barker suit game and Plinko in my style. Money, stay on my craft and stick around for those pounds. But I do that to pass the torch and put on for my tail. Trust me. The album is The Heist by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, a rapper-producer duo out of Seattle that took on the industry by storm this year by reaching number one on the iTunes charts and number two on the Billboard without a label. Give that to the people, spread it across the country. Labels out here, now they can't tell me nothing. We give it to the people, spread it across the country. Can we go back? Macklemore and Lewis have constructed one of the bravest, uh, in my opinion, and intelligent and catchy hip hop albums in recent years, and it's as smart as it is infectious. Celebrate that achievement, got some attachments, some baggage. I'm actually working on leaving. See, I observed Escher, I love Basquiat, I watched Keith Haring. You see, I study art. The greats weren't great because at birth they could paint, the greats were great because they paint a lot. I will not be a statistic, just let me be. No child left behind, that's the American scheme. I make my living off the words and do what I love for work and got around 980 on my SATs. Take that system, what you expect? Generation of kids choosing love over a desk. You put those hours in and look at what you get. Nothing that you can hold, but everything that it is, 10,000. I'm not usually a huge hip-hop fan, but when I hear something that evokes thought from a different point of view like this does... Uh, I become borderline obsessed with it, honestly. Very few albums this year have grabbed and inspired me as a musician and a human this year than The Heist. Specifically the track Same Love, uh, that's at its core a call for equal rights and love for all of us, since we all essentially come from the same place. If I was gay, I would think hip-hop hates me. Have you read the YouTube comments lately? Man, that's gay, gets dropped on the daily. We become so numb to what we're saying. A culture founded from oppression. Yeah, we don't have acceptance for them. Call each other faggots behind the keys of a message board. A word rooted in hate, yet our genre still ignores it. Gay is synonymous with the lesser. It's the same hate that's caused wars from religion. Gender to skin color, the complexion of your pigment. The same fight that led people to walkouts and sit-ins. It's human rights for everybody. There is no difference. Live on and be yourself. When I was at church, they taught me something else. If you preach hate at the service, those words aren't anointed. That holy water that you soak in has been poisoned. When everyone else is more comfortable remaining voiceless rather than fighting for humans that have had their rights stolen. I might not be the same, but that's not important. No freedom till we're equal. Damn right I support it. 
whether you're a fan of hip hop normally or not, I think you can find something on the heist that speaks to you. I've I've yet to make it through a listen of this album without feeling challenged and encouraged and inspired and and honestly tearing up emotionally sometimes and and feeling the urge to write. And that's the sign of a good album. No law is gonna change us. We have to change us. Whatever God you believe in, we come from the same one. Strip away the fear. Underneath it's all the same love. About time that we raised up. by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis was released in October of this year. And number four. gonna hop on that train today I got nowhere to go but no reason to stay in four years I've traveled 160,000 miles and the wind keeps pulling me out maybe I go cause I'm chasing something maybe I go cause something is chasing me maybe I leave cause I've yet to find someone in the face and say stick around I want you next to me the album is Apologies by David Ramirez, an Austin, Texas singer-songwriter who has the ability to completely arrest the listener by just singing a single line. I'm in awe of David Ramirez as a songwriter uh, since he does what I think the best songwriters do. He makes it seem so easy and effortless. Well, I never paid attention when I was a young boy To the great instructions from the ones that came before me But now that I'm older, I long to pay attention but it doesn't seem like anyone is saying much anything Well, there's a piece of me that loves all this sadness That loves for onlookers to call me tragic But buried underneath all the women and the boo I believe in God and I 
believe he wants me to believe in me. Apologies pulls influence from Ryan Adams and Johnny Cash and a slew of other kind of darker, perhaps sadder personas, uh, but it still has a persona all its own. Ramirez said in an interview that it's easy to wear your heart on your sleeve with love, or the lack thereof, because it's such a relatable subject, but diving into family, faith, and a personal struggle or regret was a bit more challenging. Some subjects don't necessarily need to be shared through a CD player. I still have days where I fear I might have gone too far with apologies. I fear I might have been too open. Listening to Apologies, one feels uh, as if they are being given a candid look into the most vulnerable parts of David Ramirez. Uh, it's a country-tinged songs are almost alarmingly descriptive with brutally honest lyrics that brings new meaning to some of life's most difficult questions. I wish upon you peace I wish upon you grace I wish for less of what you want and more of what you need I wish upon you an old life with a heart that stays young But most of all I wish upon you love I wish upon you truth And all you feel is doubt I hope you know that an open mind still knows when to shut things out. I wish upon you a brave heart that will always rise above. But most of all, I wish upon you Cause as the sun sets, well, the moon begins to rise. David Ramirez's Apologies was released in August of this year. And my number three...
is Voyager by Kathleen Edwards, who is an artist that I've loved for years now. And uh, her previous projects have been more sort of alt-country, um, more stripped-down acoustic, uh, to an approach to songwriting, I should say. She's never had a problem laying it all out there, though, and being completely honest and uh, completely transparent with the listener about what she's gone through or what she's going through and what she's feeling, even if it makes her out to be the bad guy. And that I admire. days of the summer it brought us here together you know it's true but this cold that's getting warmer maybe come September I will feel brand new I move to America move into Voyager, she donned a new producer in Justin Vernon of Bonnie Vare, uh, instead of her usual twangs and steel guitars that kind of throw her on the alt country spectrum. Uh, there's more of a breath and an air in this album as opposed to her earlier ones. Voyager chronicles Edward's struggle, uh, a lot of it does anyway, over letting go of a past relationship, specifically her marriage in the past couple years, and, uh, and beginning a new one with. Justin Vernon of Bonnie Bear. You don't talk to me Not the way that you used to Maybe I don't listen In a way that makes you think I do I've been wondering About what we're gonna do A house full of empty explain it fully what happens to me when I hear Kathleen Edwards sing. I saw her when she came to Nashville this year and I was on the verge of being teary-eyed the entire performance and honestly I, I don't I can't pinpoint why. She just exudes real emotion and thoughtful expression through her performances on this record and I feel like we'll be hearing a lot a lot more from her in the years to come. And I'm far from perfect I'm far from 
Number three, Voyager by Kathleen Edwards, which was released in February of this year. My number two album of the year is one that I uh, was interested in checking out since I've liked the artist's previous work, uh, but wasn't prepared for how much I like this one. is of course born and raised by john mayer i know john mayer is one of those polarizing figures amongst most music fans uh but i've i've been a john mayer apologist almost since the beginning and after this latest release i will continue standing up for him as an artist Build your heart and army To defend your innocence While you do everything wrong Don't be scared to walk alone Don't be scared to like it There's no time that you must be home So sleep where darkness falls Alive in the age of worry Born and Raised has a stripped-down, warm 1970s production to it that has appealed to me immediately. Uh, but there's more to it than that. Mayer really has seemed to open up and move on from his bad boy of pop music moniker that has been placed upon him, uh, maybe by himself uh, even. But it seems this time he, he's ready to be an artist and not worry about all that fluff. Still have dreams They're not the same don't fly as high as they used to I saw my friend He's in my head And he said You don't remember me, do you? Then all at once it gets Hard to take, it gets 
favorite track on the album might be Walt Grace's Submarine Test, January 1967, which tells the story of a man whose wife and friends have kind of written him off as this dreamer and a failure of all the experiments he's tried in the past. But uh, he has this idea to build a homemade submarine and take it to Japan. And through all the scoffs and the write-offs, he surprises even himself with the outcome. Walt Grace, desperately hating his old place Dreamed to discover a new space And buried himself alive Inside his basement Tongue on the side of his face, man He's working away on displacement And what it would take to survive Cause when you're down with this world to you and his wife told his kids he was crazy and his friends said he'd fail if he tried but with a will to work hard and a library card he took a homemade fan blade one man submarine ride Overall, Born and Raised is calm and insightful and thoughtful and uh, has completely owned my year, honestly. Uh, I went on a tour earlier this year through the Northeast, and I think the entire three weeks I was gone, this might have been the only CD in my CD player. And, uh, and you know what? That's why it had to be my number two album of the year. Born and Raised by John Mayer was released in May of this year. My number one album this year is probably no surprise to anyone. Um, it's an album that I spent the most time with this year, um, both in its uh, creation as well as post-creation, so I guess when it was finished. It's an album that has moved and inspired me to be a better musician, to be a better fan of music in general, and a better man. Today would be the perfect day to tell you goodbye But I've already said it Now you're just a memory, a photograph we used to be Yeah, yeah, you get it Now I'm all alone Making lots of dough I'm not kidding myself there's just no place else I would rather be I just wish that you could be here with me The album is Leonard the Lonely Astronaut by Andrew Osenga. We chronicled this album track by track on a previous episode of this podcast, and if you want to hear all the ins and outs um, of the writing of it, please, please go listen to that episode. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, in hindsight, it, that episode might be the reason that this podcast exists at all. Tell your father he was right. I wasn't worth your time. Guess I just didn't try. I was scared, I don't know why. As a child, I'd always drive my parents crazy. So bright, but yet so lazy. 
tells the story of a man who's lost his soon-to-be ex-wife in an accident, and in a moment of flippant decision-making, he decides to take a job as a space freight operator that puts him alone in essentially a space 18-wheeler for a year. But because of space-time continuum and the laws of relativity, uh, it really ends up being 100 years to everyone he knows, uh, so he'll return to his planet knowing no one. Uh, which appeals to him as a man who wants to escape his problems instead of dealing with them. Uh, but what happens instead is he finds himself trapped in a box, flying through space and being forced to deal uh, with his feelings, with his past, with his emotions, his loneliness. And uh, overall, maybe he, he was a lot of the reason for the way he was. I was the firstborn son of a firstborn son. In the wake of family tragedy After fruitless years I was the chosen one To plant the flag of destiny To eyes who saw what they had seen I was a screaming bloody symbol Life and what it once had been Before the marching crush of evil I was the firstborn son of a firstborn son We prayed each night to the risen God For our loved one's health and safety the doors and windows up so there was no danger but we were not free the big bad world was on the hunt and its dogs were fixed on our scent clouds of fear may block the sun still the earth remains truthful and overall beautiful journey mainly told in flashback form of a man struggling with his bad choices um, pushing those away who loved him and realizing that it's not good for man to be alone I've worked a job since I was 12 years old a student of the middle class of America your bootstraps, baby, you're on your own You are what you have, you don't have much
that's why Leonard the Lonely Astronaut by Andy Osenga is my number one album of 2012. Well, that does it. That wraps up uh, this year's favorite music of 2012. Um, thank you so much if you made it this far into this episode. I know it's a lot of listening to me talk about stuff I like, so I appreciate that. I know that can be annoying sometimes. Um, but hopefully you found some music that you liked, some maybe that uh, you didn't know uh, wasn't on your radar, maybe. So um, I am literally about to get into a car in the next 10 minutes and go to my parents' house for Christmas. I hope that you guys... All have an amazing Christmas, have an amazing holiday season, New Year's, and all that. And we'll be back the second Tuesday of January and uh, with a brand new episode. So thank you guys so much. This has been an amazing year for me uh, through the podcast and getting to know some of you and you guys coming out to shows and uh, you know just the community through the podcast that has started to bubble a little bit through emails and tweets and, and whatnot. And uh, I, I truly am appreciative of that. Keep it coming. If you ever have a thought that just pops in your head, uh, about the podcast, send it to me and, uh, and we'll talk about it. So I guess for the last time of 2012, this is who writes this stuff. I'm Nick Flora. Go to something creative. Something creative.